1: Stories of climate disaster have always been on humanity's mind in some fashion, dating back to ancient legends and scriptural traditions in nearly every faith, telling of floods, fires, and other calamities. But the climate challenge in front of us is not some prophecy of cosmic doom. It is a specific set of problems.
2: Ah yes, this is uh, a specific set of problems that constitute the secular apocalypse, which is still doom. You know, the Mayans had massive child sacrifice ceremonies because they wanted better weather. Yeah, they wanted more rain for the crops next year, you know, better sunshine to get a tan, get a nice tan. That was Pete Bootedge Edge, of course. The transportation secretary talking about the weather again. Hey, weather is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, there have always been, he says, uh, apocalyptic doom cults, doomsday death cults surrounding the weather, and, uh, and they are today's version of that. They are the 21st century iteration of ancient climate doomsday death cults. Uh, boy, yeah, you know, the Incas, they, uh, they would, uh, they would uh, sacrifice children. Uh, by the busload, they didn't have buses, of course, but uh, by the busload, uh, metaphorically speaking, because they wanted more rain for the crops next year and stuff. And they they would uh, break all their bones and do all kinds of stuff. But, but we'll uh, move on from that. Michael just surprised me with the Pete boot edge edge soundbite to open the uh, the big radio broadcast today. And uh, the uh, I, I don't know. I flash back at my uh, primordial memory uh, to the Inca massive ceremonial child sacrifices, which were, and it was uh, the Mayans did the same thing, and it's, you saw a lot of this back uh, back then. And uh, now we, we kind of see the same thing. You know, They've got this voluntary human extinction movement going, the Democrat Party does, right? Uh, and, you know, uh, what, 64 million abortions, and they're like, hey, more parking for you and more parking for me. We got, and, and it's good for the climate to have fewer people because they won't be uh, driving around in Priuses or, or whatever with uh, Joe Biden Kamala Harris bumper stickers on them. But I digress. That one just popped up out of the bushes over there. We are, of course, at 888-630-9625 if you wish to participate in our humble radio broadcast. 888-630-9625. And there is a a lot to talk about today because the Democrats are still peddling their stuff. And and they always uh, provide me with an an overabundance of crazy. We've got uh, Joe Biden. You see Joe Biden in Hiroshima. Hiroshima. He met with a a Hiroshima survivor, a survivor of Hiroshima. And uh, I saw on the news this morning he did not apologize. That's what I saw. So that probably means that he did because they, you know, for whatever they tell you on the news. They were told by the White House, no doubt, he did not apologize, which would be an indication that he did apologize because they're always sorry that we won the war. be much better if the Empire of Japan controlled everything west of the Rockies. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, still a bit of a hubbub over there in the Pacific region because Joe Biden, he was going to go to Japan right, and uh, Hiroshima, and then he was going to go to Papua New Guinea, Papua New Guinea, And uh, they declared a national holiday because it was the first visit uh, to New Guinea by a president of the United States. And they uh, said, it's a big deal. And they said, well, we're going to declare this a national holiday. The president, he was going to be there for three hours. President of the United States, kind of a big deal to be president of the United States. And he was going to be there for three hours in New Guinea. And they declared a national holiday because they love a party. And uh, then Joe Biden said, "Eh, I don't think we're going to go because we got this debt ceiling fight and we got to politicize that. uh, you see, the NAACP has jumped in, the NAACP, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, and uh, just don't say colored people, except in the context of the NAACP. People of color, they should probably change it, don't you think? The NAAPOC, National Association for the Advancement of People of Color, that'd be that'd be more appropriate to, uh, to the day. If the uh, name, the NAACP, were a statue, the Democrats would tear it down. First, they'd spray paint it. Then they'd uh, tear it down. But, uh, but I digress once again. So Joe Biden is not going to Papua New Guinea, and they're, they're crestfallen. They're uh, very upset. They had this uh, this plan for a national holiday and the President of the United States coming and, uh, you know, Big Chief and three hours. Uh, it's going to be a big deal. And then, uh, wow, wah, wah, wah. And there are headlines all over Asia uh, and uh, Australia and New Guinea. Headlines like, Biden's Papua New Guinea no-show Deals blow to U.S. credibility in Pacific because, you know, Joe Biden couldn't cut a deal with the Congress before he left. And now they got to do this whole showboat TV show thing where he's going to come back and save the day to keep us from going into default, which wasn't going to happen and isn't going to happen. And the Republicans already offered to increase the national debt by $1.5 trillion. But that's not nearly enough because, in fact, the NAACP chief came out and said it's racist. <laughs> unsurprisingly, because it's another Democrat party front group, just uh, by the way. And uh, also Joe Biden in Hiroshima was coming down some steps. They were cut stone steps and he stumbled a bit. He stumbled a bit because, you know, he's not a field goal kicker uh, anymore, Uh, nor was he ever, but that's okay. And uh, so he uh, he had a stumble and I'm glad that he didn't fall because he could have broken a hip or something and and, uh, stone steps. But he's, you know, he likes to skip around like he's you're real athletic he's headed off to watch another episode of Hazel and and uh, he's running down the hallway he uh, got his bib on but he was coming down the steps and he nearly fell and the news media really didn't notice it's not a thing and it reminded me of the moment when President Trump was at I believe he was at West Point right uh, giving the commencement address at the United States Military Academy at West Point New York and uh, it was kind of drizzly and President Trump was coming down a ramp and it and it was apparently kind of slippery, and he uh, and he uh, held steady for a moment, right? And and the headlines, like CNN's headline that day, was Trump defends cautious walk down ramp, which raised questions about his health. See, it raised que- that's the CNN headline. That's that's the, their m- middle name is news, and uh, so it uh, CNN it raised questions about his health. Now nothing has raised questions about Joe Biden's health. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? Uh, Also, speaking of Joe Biden's health, he had his nuclear nuclear waste czar, or czarina, if you will, at the Department of Energy, an individual non-binary who is apparently named Sam Brinton. Sam Brinton. You you remember this uh, guy, person? Uh, I think uh, he uses they, their pronouns and stuff, right? Am I right? He shaves his head, grows a mustache, Uh, wears, uh, you know, a Roberta Flack dress. Roberta Flack, yeah, sure. And uh, Sam Brinton was arrested again, night before last, again, night before last. And now, and they handcuffed him and uh, Frog Marched him out of his house. And now he's in the can, he's in the can again. Um, But, you know, as we understand he likes it in the can, so that's, you know, that's the thing about Sam Brinton. So Sam Brinton, ex- nuclear waste Department of Energy official in the Biden administration arrested for, quote, being fugitive from justice, fugitive from justice. This is the—remember, he stole the woman's luggage from the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport and then wore her clothes. And then he stole the woman's luggage from the Harry, the body Reed airport in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, and uh, woman's luggage and he wore her clothes and it was all pretty expensive stuff he's not stealing the cheap stuff you know you got an American Eagle bag he's not taking that he's just taking the fancy stuff and um, yeah American canvas you know like canvas duffel bags but they um, then he came to Washington and he stole a woman's luggage from uh, Ronald Reagan uh, Washington National Airport and uh, my, my local airport and 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 uh, and the woman was an African, still is, an African immigrant, and she's a clothing designer. You may have seen her interviewed. Uh, she's really great. She's wonderful, and she uh, gives a great interview, and she makes beautiful clothing. See, she's a designer of clothing, and with an African motif, uh, beautiful stuff, and, and the nice lady went online and uh, saw Sam Brinton wearing her clothes. And said, say, wait a minute, those are my one-of-a-kind designs that I had in my luggage. And she was coming to Washington, D.C. for a fashion expo where she was going to grow her business and sell her clothes and become famous for her beautiful clothing. And uh, not so fast, Sam Brinton, Nuclear Waste Official, Department of Energy, Biden Administration, stole her luggage and then dressed up in her clothing one-of-a-kind clothing and posted the pictures on Al Gore's amazing internet because he's not the brightest non-binary transgender person in the world. But a pretty, uh, pretty amazing story. So he was, uh, I'll get into that in a little bit. I'll get, I'll get uh, more because there is, there is more to get to in, uh, in that one. And it's uh, sort of a fun story, you know, in as much as handcuffs and arrests and uh, in the can and uh, uh, luggage thieves Is that like a Fellini movie, The Luggage Thief? (laughs) That's uh, pretty amazing stuff. Uh, Also, here in America, on the economy, uh, about two in five Americans are struggling to pay our bills every month. Two in five Americans. And Newsmax has the story today, but uh, CNN and the Washington Post do not because they don't cover the news. They uncover it. They cover it up. Um, And and with that uh, bad economic news that's uh, and the debt ceiling issues and all of that uh, the nb the the NAACP jumps in with uh, calling calling the process racist i think they call the debt ceiling racist you got to bankrupt the country otherwise you're a racist that's oh uh, and speaking of the la dodgers who was speaking of the la dodgers the los angeles dodgers they uh, they uh, had a big plan for their transgender night with transgender nuns, transgender nuns. And of course, the gay Muslim imams. Didn't they have the dancing gay imams? Did they have the dancing gay imams? And um, what about the, like, they should have, uh, like, the cross dressing Buddhist monks and the, no, just nuns. That's the only one. Just Catholics. That's, that's the thing, because the left's bigotry against Catholics is well established. So I got that coming up, the uh, transgender nuns for the L.A. Dodgers, because the left has to politicize and poison everything, baseball, football, basketball, you know, uh, basketball legend, legend, NBA legend Phil Jackson said that he can't even watch the NBA anymore because of the insane politics that have infected, and that's the right word, the uh, National Basketball Association. Pretty amazing stuff. Of course, we'll have the update for you today on the FBI whistleblowers yesterday, and the news media's attacks on the whistleblowers. I've never I've been paying attention for a long time. I've never seen the news media attack whistleblowers before. and the Democrats, I, uh, gosh, they love the FBI. I thought they were the anti-law enforcement defund, the police party and the you know anytime there's a bad pullover in northern Minnesota, the Democrats are all over it because you know the Democrat got out and started shooting at people and if the police should shoot back, then the cops are the bad guys, you know. but suddenly the the Democrats have found, a police agency at long last that they love. You know what that means. That means the agency has to be corrupt. It's like Macon County Line. This is their corrupt sheriff. So they're out there defending their corrupt sheriff. And uh, his name is the FBI and Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland. And they love corruption. We know that. This is a corrupt city that I live in. And the Democrat Party is the much more corrupt party. Much more corrupt party. They're fundamentally corrupt. They're essentially universally corrupt. I can prove that. That's a, well. I, I do it every day, don't I? That's a that's an ongoing thing. Yeah. And uh, here's a headline for you: CNN torpedoes GOP witnesses ahead of hearing. Yeah, because the FBI, you know, and you know, they revoke the clearance of one of these whistleblowers like uh, like 36 hours before the hearing, then and, and then they tell the media that little whisper campaign of the media. And they leak them top secret stuff and say, yeah, yeah, these are the bad guys, not us. And the media says, well, we are slaves to the state, so we'll publish whatever the FBI tells us to publish. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, speaking of corruption, is working behind the scenes to, uh, boy oh boy, to help keep Senator Dianne Feinstein in the Senate for now, you know, they're undermining her all over the place because they wanna put the biggest liar in Washington, Adam Schiff, uh, in her Senate seat in 2024. This is a very corrupt, uh, very corrupt thing. And uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin of uh, the Commonwealth of Virginia spoke at a commencement ceremony at George Mason University. You'll never guess what the left did there. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, all the way to the We Just Hit a Million Orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer.
2: What's your name? Now, you know that I have a uh, series of uh, isms about isn'ts. Is that what we call them? When I was at the Pentagon, I've shared with you before, as I was for many years, um, I uh, picked up the phrase, friendly fire isn't, right? Because, you know, in the military, as you know, friendly fire isn't, that is to say for Democrats listening along at home and trying to follow, friendly fire isn't friendly. See, it's uh, when your own troops are shooting at you. So friendly fire isn't is the uh, saying in in the military. And um, I came here and started doing radio and, and have stumbled across a number of these over the, uh, over the years, like, you know, common sense isn't, common courtesy isn't, particularly in Democrat cities and so on. And then, of course, we came up with the Democratic Party isn't. One of our brilliant listeners called in with the feminist movement isn't. We have more transgender stuff today. And children, there's a story out of Texas today, a 12-year-old boy who wants to be a 13-year-old girl. And the Washington Post is all for that. And they're very upset with Texas because they're restricting genital mutilation of children in Texas, very much frowned upon. So the uh, crazy family in Texas, they say they're treating it like it's a natural disaster. And they they say they're refugees. They have a go-bag. You know, they have a go-bag like... uh, Terrorist attack in Washington D.C. Grab your go bag and head for one of the bridges, uh, things like that. Uh, but I'll get to that story. The feminist movement isn't. Where are all the women standing up for when they have men posing as women? And uh, what what is the latest one now? It's Adidas. Adidas, a hairy chested man uh, with a protruding loin, who is uh, parading around, prancing around, sauntering and sashaying around in a uh, a women's very tight, form-fitting swimsuit and adidas is selling that to whom i do not know but they keep doing this and again the los angeles dodgers with their transgender nuns their transgender nuns because that makes sense and uh bud light of course with uh, good old what's his name and uh and it goes on and on they're everywhere they're everywhere Except, you know, in the real world, they're not everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, all, although, my best girl and I were out in D.C. at a restaurant last night, and uh dude looked like a lady, let me tell you that, at the bar. I'd bet the farm. Uh, but I came up with a new one because, you know, friendly fire isn't, common sense isn't, common courtesy isn't, the Democratic Party isn't, the feminist movement isn't, and now the mainstream media isn't. The mainstream media isn't. And again, for Democrats, you see, the mainstream media isn't mainstream. That's, that's, uh, oh, oh, they're saying. The mainstream media isn't. So I'm going to add that to the list of uh, isn't-isms. Is that what we should call them, isn't-isms? Because that's a, it all started with friendly fire. isn't? So we got, uh, we got that coming up. Ah, yes. I've got a uh, story, uh, another story about journalism today that uh, had us laughing in horror this morning. The, uh, the Democrat Party and the news media, but I repeat myself. Uh, pretty amazing, an, an amazing story out of uh, the uh, Baltimore area in Maryland um, about a man who is exercising his Second Amendment rights, and he uh, walks around. He's got an AR-15, right? And he's walking around with his AR-15. And the uh, local news uh, story, uh, local news station, rather, did a, a story on it. And uh, this has the so-called journalists at a- MSNBC very, very upset, very upset. And I'll explain why. Uh, because <laughs> this is, the, we're in we're in deep when it comes to the, the Fourth Estate, the uh, journalists of... Uh, of the American news media, not exactly protectors and defenders of the First Amendment or the Bill of Rights or or anything that makes sense. All right, let's uh, let's go to a telephone mic. Uh, let, let's go to let's go to Andy calling from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Listening on six forty in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Andy, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, Chris. Yeah, I, I called you a couple of times
0: before. One time we talked about. Uh, the looters getting a uh, shot during the San Francisco earthquake. That was a good call. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I started thinking. Uh, my memory hit me a lot the other day about the old uh, lumberjack song from the Monty Python show.
2: I'm a lumberjack and I'm and, okay. I work all night and I sleep yeah. all day. Dress up in ladies' yeah. clothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. As, and uh, the backup singers kind of remind me of maybe the FBI or the media. They keep repeating it all. And then the song gets more degraded, as he said. He's in women's clothes. He goes to a bar. He wants to be – and they don't want to – and they just – a lot of them are like, that's enough. You know, they they stop singing a song and they walk away.
2: That's in Monty Uh, Python, but that hasn't happened here yet, has it? uh, I'm going to say it probably has. Well, well, for a lot of us. But, you know, but you're a bigot if you stop singing the, uh, you know, I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay song.
0: that's why I'm talking about the uh, whistleblowers. They're like, that's about enough. They saw those <laughs> guys. They kept getting more and more off the wall, and they're like, okay, it's time to uh, <laughs> stop singing the song.
2: I like the melding of Monty Python, I'm a lumberjack, and the FBI whistleblowers yesterday. I think that's, that that could be genius, honestly, Andy. Um because they've uh, had enough. And it's true in the the old Monty Python's skit and I see in Michael Piercy's eyes that he has retrieved the uh, the Monty Python, I'm a Lumberjack song. I cut down trees, I wear a
0: hill, suspendies, and a bra. I wish I'd been a girly, just like my dear papa. I cut down trees, I wear a suspend suspendies, and a bar. I wish I'd been a girly, just like my dear papa. Oh, brother.
2: There it is. And uh, Andy, thank you for bringing Monty Python and I'm a Lumberjack to the to the show today, because, you know, you got to have a little more of that in uh, in public life, I think. And, you know, here's the thing, Andy, the uh, the Democrats have taken I'm a Lumberjack and, and gone mainstream with it in our culture, haven't they?
0: Oh, you sure have. That'll, and that's why I said I got to laugh at it and, you yeah, stop singing the song.
2: Mano oh, Manischewitz, I am uh, I'm telling you, Andy, thank you, uh, thank you, because that's a that's a fun call. That's uh, that's good stuff. Um yeah, and that actually would uh, bring us to Sam Brinton, wouldn't it? To, to Sam Brinton because he's a he's an official, now former official in the Biden administration energy department, where he was in charge of he, where they, the news reports actually say they, because he says, call me they and the news media says okay, right? Because that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Pretty amazing stuff. You betcha. That's, uh, we have so many categories. I mean, that, that uh, we've got two separate categories with transgender stuff today in our story sheet because of the Democrat Party. Let's be honest. Non binary ex Biden nuclear official Sam Brinton arrested for being, quote, fugitive from justice. Yay, he's a fugitive from justice. He's arrested. Now he's in the can. The former Biden administration nuclear official who was axed last year after they were caught red-handed in a sting, that means he, that means he, got red-handed in a, in a, a sting of, uh, a, excuse me, a string of luggage thefts, was uh, arrested at his home last week. It was actually this week, it was the night before last. Samuel Brinton, 35 years of age, was taken into custody at their home, meaning his home, in Rockville, Maryland, just up the road from the radio station, At 10 p.m. Wednesday, the Montgomery County Police Department told the New York Post, Brinton is currently in custody pending charges of grand larceny stemming from allegations of stolen property at Ronald Reagan National Airport uh, that the department learned of February 2023, the Metropolitan Washington Airports Authority police said. Got a lot of different police agencies. A lawyer for the Tanzanian fashion designer, Asya Kaminson, who is just wonderful. I've seen her interviewed, and she's great. And her clothing is, is genuinely uh, beautiful stuff. Later told the New York Post the charges were related to her missing suitcase. No kidding. Arrest records show that Brinton, who is non-binary and a Democrat, and uses they pronouns, I appreciate that it's not they slash them pronouns, we just shorten it to they pronouns, was arrested, shouldn't it be were arrested? I mean, if you've got they, shouldn't it be were arrested rather than was arrested? Because was is singular, and were would be plural, and they is plural, and I still want to know whether they can use the HOV lanes while driving alone in their cars. Was arrested on the I love the 700 block of College Parkway as the as a fugitive from justice. I love they give the block the address of the thing. Then there's a picture of the dude. Dude uh, looked like a lady, but really not. Shaves his head, has a, a bushy mustache like he's working in the porn industry, and wears bright red lipstick and a red gown that uh, you know if you're playing Queen Isabella in an off Broadway play, you might you might wear this dress. Pretty stuff. They. Meaning he are, meaning is, being held at the Montgomery County Central Processing Unit with a no-bond status as they, meaning he, await an extradition hearing, the Montgomery County Police spokesperson explained. Look, they made the spokesperson g- uh, 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 generic, too, um, gender generic. The investigation is being spearheaded, can you say spearheaded, in 2023, by the Metropolitan Washington Airports Authority police. Uh, you know how many police agencies there are in Washington, D.C.? I think the government lost count several years ago. Someone claiming to be a neighbor of Brinton and, uh, and his uh, man friend, Renke, told the, uh, the, Daily Wire, the Daily Wire on Thursday that four unmarked police showed up. Then how do you know they're police? At their residence, meaning his residence, uh, last night and uh, escorted Brinton away in handcuffs an hour later. First, they had dinner and uh, listened to a little music, watched an episode of uh, Ab Fab, and then they put him in handcuffs and uh, dragged him him away. I know, reruns, reruns. Uh, The news of Britain's alleged arrest comes one month after they, meaning he pleaded no contest to charges stemming from the theft of a woman's luggage at uh, the Las Vegas Harry Reid International Airport in 2022. He also stole luggage from the uh, Minnesota, the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, another uh, uh, woman's bag that he... Uh, the uh, Tanzanian designer had shared images of the MIT grad. He, they, luggage thief, cross-dresser, MIT with Massachusetts Institute of Technology, graduate wearing the uh, stolen custom clothing in February. Isn't that amazing? And the nice lady said, uh, Ms. Uh, Comison, Com Comison, she uh, and and uh, she really is great. If if you've uh, seen her, you know that. I saw the images. She said those were my custom designs, which were lost in that bag in 2018. Uh, and again, she was in Washington D.C. for something that was it was a business effort, and Sam stole everything and stole uh, her opportunity from it because, you know, she's, uh, you know, he's. <laughs> Completely crazy. And while we're at it, the Democrats in Los Angeles, California, Los Angeles Dodgers cancel plans to honor, quote, queer and trans nuns, end quote, after uproar. What, uh, targeting nuns and the Catholic Church and Christians and uh, mainstream Americans? I uh, honestly wear the cross dressing imams. I'm going to have the dancing, cross dressing, transgender, gay imams event. At the uh, at the, the L.A. Dodgers ballpark, that'd be good. The Los Angeles Dodgers have nixed plans to honor—they call it honor—a radical group of queer and trans nuns. Queer and trans nuns at their upcoming Pride Night. What are they proud of? Are they—is it proud to be an American? Is there—is there a uh, women? Is there Pride Month for women? I want Women's Pride Month, and then we can. Uh, Observe all of the many contributions that women have made over the, the millennia. And uh, it would be a wonderful month of honoring women. Following an uproar over, uh, allegedly, blatantly perverted, sexual and disgusting anti-Catholic heat group, that's uh, the uh, description of the organization, the baseball team announced earlier this month, it was honoring the local chapter of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, see, that's a mockery of a, a sect of uh, nuns and they're a bunch of men with beards that dress up like uh, nuns and say that they're transgender nuns, and that's okay, of course. I wish you have the dancing tranny hillaries. Should have a bunch of men come in, uh, dressed like Hillary Clinton, um, you know, with uh, inappropriate bulges and things, and have them in pantsuits and have them dance around being Hillary Clinton. That'd be fun for everyone, for the whole family. I think these uh, these people, they're not very well, are they? So, yeah, the local chapter, this is Perpetual Indulgence with its annual Community Hero Award. They were going to give their Community Hero Award to the cross-dressing transgender men who dress up as nuns. And they thought this was a good idea. Not that there are a lot of uh, Catholic Hispanics in the Los Angeles metropolitan area or Southern California close to Mexico, you know, who are Catholic. Uh, forget about them. Again, this is you don't know who your audience is, do you? For a baseball team in Los Angeles, California. The nuns, who have names like Sister uh, to Ain't a Virgin, Sister to Ain't a Virgin, Sister Porn Again, Sister Porn Again, and Sister Hallelujah, Hallelujah, saying that it's like their porn names, uh, were being awarded. They were getting the award for supposedly, quote, promoting human rights and respect for diversity and spiritual enlightenment as long as you're not in favor of uh, Catholicism, Christianity, Western civilization, decency, um, civility, as long as you're against all those. On Wednesday, the Dodgers announced they uh, had a, a change of heart, they said. So we are now aware, they weren't aware before, we are now aware that our inclusion of one group in particular, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, this year's Pride Night, has been a source of some controversy. Can you imagine? What a crazy thing. Maybe on Kitty's night, you should uh, like have all the porn industry come in from, where are they? In the, the San Fernando Valley, where, w- one of those valleys in uh, California where they do all that stuff. But that's, uh, that's pretty amazing stuff. So we got, uh, we got that going for you. Yes, we do. Um, and I'm going to have another story for you today because in the Washington Post, again, they got a story about a 12-year-old in Texas that is planning. He's a 12-year-old boy. And, uh, and his, uh, his parents are uh, got a problem. So they, uh, uh, the kid says he wants to be a 13-year-old girl. And the Washington Post has an almost funny story on this. It's really quite tragic. Uh, years from now, the results will be in on all this, and, and they won't be good. All right, let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to Bob. Oh, Bob, calling from Chicago, Illinois, listening on the WMAL app on Al Gore's amazing Internet. Bob, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Well, hello there, Chris. How are you today? Happy Friday. Why? Thank you, Bob. Thank you very much. I'm just I'm just sitting outside here on my job mowing on a hill,
1: and and you call my name, and I'm like, I got to shut the tractor down because I got to talk to Chris. <laughs> hey, Chris. Yeah. First of all, I just I just want to say thank you so much for a great job that you do. I love you so much. I've been listening to you for years, and this uh, this uh, recent job that you got with the well i'm not going to say a job this recent uh uh, endeavor with uh, newsmax is amazing i've been watching you every night and i think you do a great job but i just got to give you one one uh uh tip okay yeah you betcha you need to you need to inject more of your comedy into the show because what you do on the radio it's just i love your personality and stuff and it's like man you know, you, you need to you need to dig it into the audience on Newsmax. They really do a great job.
2: <laughs> well, uh, you're very Bob. kind, Bob. Thank you very much. And uh, in fact, that is, uh, why they hired me. Uh, that is why they hired me. That is why they hired me in all the conversations leading in. You know, the problem is I'm kind of polite, Bob, because I'm from the Midwest. Uh, you know, from the Chicagoland area, and uh, for the most part, and. And I'm a polite person. I'm there with four people, and I, I don't want to step all over uh, people. Uh, and that's that's one of the things, Bob, is that, uh, you know, it's it's me and four other people. Here it's just me, of course, right?
1: Right, right. Yep, I get it, yep. So the second thing, I know you've got to move on, but the second mm-hmm. thing I want to get to real quick is, you know, I was talking to a guy there and telling him about, uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the Batman movie, Batman Begins um it starts with uh, uh one of his characters called the scarecrow and what he ended up doing is putting something into uh gotham city to uh uh break out all of the lunatics from arkham asylum and i just want to say chris you know what's going on right now with the democratic party and everything out there in, in this world this is what it totally reminds me of and and i came up with this analogy. Uh, it was pro- it was less than a couple of months after this lunatic got into office, and, <laughs> and it's just—I mean, it's—it's it's not getting any better.
2: Yeah, no, you're and, and right.
1: You
2: our, our cities states and states are really the America. whole country, the whole country, Bob, is becoming an open-air insane asylum uh, because of the Democrats. And uh, since you're calling from uh, Chicago, Illinois, I should remind that I'm coming into Chicago on June 8th for a WLS event. Uh, Dinner and uh, speaking event and stuff. June 8th, go to the WLS website to get tickets. There are tickets needed. Uh, and uh, But go to the WOS website and get that. And also, since you mentioned the new show on Newsmax, 9 p.m. Monday through Friday on Newsmax, uh, also my latest episode of the Biden Chronicles will premiere this Sunday night on Newsmax as well. You know, Joe Biden uh, falling down and all that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, Newsmax Biden Chronicles this Sunday night on Newsmax. And uh, don't forget... Uh, You know, come and join me on June 8th in Chicago for our next event there with WLS. Thank you, Bob. And um, I need to update you on the hearing the FBI whistleblowers yesterday. The, The media is the most corrupt institution in the United States of America. And without a corrupt fourth estate, the Democrat Party couldn't get away with the murder they get away with. Uh, but boy, do they get away with it. And the FBI yesterday, the whistleblowers came forward. And the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, have been bludgeoning the whistleblowers for the first time, I think, in history. The news media is attacking the whistleblowers. You know, a uh, a friend of mine, I was, I was talking to Seton Motley about the... Uh, the whistleblowers yesterday, and said, well, you know, uh, Snowden, Julian Assange, and uh, Edward Snowden, the, the uh, news media uh, didn't like them either. And now there are big differences, of course, because I think that the Snowden and Assange releasing massive, unfiltered troves of classified documents uh, wholesale makes the discussion a different discussion. But in reality, the news media you'd think would just say, well, we'll take it. Here's all this stuff, and the news media should take it and gobble it up and uh, sift through it and see if there's anything that's newsworthy since it's been made public by Julian Assange or by Edward Snowden. But the reality is the news media came in to the defense of the government and classified documents. They will defend the security state, right? The intelligence community, the people that keep secrets from us, even though we paid for all the programs that they're keeping secret and uh, we pay for all the people. Our news media...